some new equipment. I think we're good to go. So we're gonna try, still feel like I'm a little low. If you can see what I'm propped up on, I'm propped up on pillows, but hey, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol, so AKA Naughty Bus Live on Monday Mindset with two. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, AKA Wellness Diva 5.0. Got my workout in this morning with a virtual class. Holy gashmoly. I feel those muscles working. Really good workout. That's always a great way to start your day. However you start it, make it a great one. But we, <laughs> excuse me, we are on Mindset Monday. How many days till Christmas? Uh, five days. So the kiddies are getting very excited. Lots of activities. And just to let everybody know, no, I am not done with my Christmas shopping. That is okay. And you know, we uh, we were blessed this weekend to go to two different events at church. Uh, the first one, which was put on and hosted by one of our two sisters guests, Alex Diaz and his husband, Jamie, they did an amazing job. And it was all about uh, candles, light and music. And it really brought uh, not only traditional Christmas music, but other ones that could be incorporated into to, uh, Christmas. One of the ones, uh, Archangels, and a lot of people might remember that from a movie with Keanu Reeves, where he portrays an angel. And I'm not sure if I even got the name of the movie correct, but the the song, uh, which could be incorporated into you know Christmas music, beautiful setting, staging, lighting, of course, anything he touches. Being a director of his movie, Joseph you know, he, he just has that, they both have that magical touch of stage, of presence, of lighting, of flowers, of uh, mood, uh, really setting setting the stage. So that kind of kicked off the weekend and it was such a very surreal, uh, happy, joyous event, really just put you in the moment of what the Christmas spirit is all about. And really going back to, um, you know, baby Jesus and, you know, the, the savior that he is and to all of us still if you are uh, one of christian faith the other piece too was mass on sunday morning which was uh, we were grateful and blessed to see uh, father robert gradrati at both events and we're going to have uh, i think we're having dinner with him the tuesday after christmas but it was so funny because a lot of people when they look at churches especially uh catholic churches a lot of people incorporate what is going on with actually the religious beliefs versus social media, uh, stores, that environment. So a lot of people talk about the countdown to Christmas. Well, in Christianity, the 12 days of Christmas actually don't start until December 25th. So this is the week that churches will start prepping to decorate because we are in the fourth week of Advent. So Advent is the four weeks before leading up to Christmas that will bring you into that glorious feeling. But it's really just, it's it's more of, you know, reflection, preparation. And when you think about that, I also kind of correlate that with, you know, Mother Mary you know, that a, a pregnant mom, you know, the, the fruit of her loins, you know, she's carrying this bundle of joy that's really the fruit of, of the next generation. And you know what a, a mother, expecting mother is going through those last four weeks of preparation. And the reading had to do with her visiting her cousin, Mary, 
and chatting because her cousin was also pregnant. And as soon as she walked in, they talked about the miracle of her cousin's baby jumping for joy in her room of the side of knowing that mother Mary was there also about to give birth. So, I mean, there's a lot of goodness that comes with that, but what he really talked about is something that, you know, I've instilled, you know, in our family to not get so caught up with the commercial piece to Christmas. And a lot of people start decorating, start preparation right after Halloween. Uh, I've never been a big fan of that. You know, I always say everyone's got to kind of float their boat, do their thing. But I really, you know, the whole point is, is the 25 days of Christmas that start on Christmas Day. So all those of you, like you, you just said, you know, you haven't gotten your Christmas shopping done. Uh, my Christmas cards are coming in, I think, either today or tomorrow. And I never fret over that. You know, I don't have to be the one that mails them out the day after Thanksgiving because the 12 days of Christmas are really December 25th through January 6th. Those are the true Christianity 12 days of Christmas, which incorporates obviously New Year's and is why probably mommy always kept up our tree up until my birthday, which is January 8th. So, you know, we were never ones to, uh, usually it was, you know, our parents really, probably it was like the 10 days before Christmas at the earliest is when we went for the Christmas tree because of course we got a live Christmas tree like a lot of people in New England do. So we didn't really get our Christmas tree. It wasn't back then. We didn't have the pressures of commercialism to the holiday. We went out the week of Christmas, decorated that week. Uh, I remember doing the cranberries and stringing the cranberries and the popcorn. You know, that was a big family event. So obviously you didn't put those up too quickly. That and plus all the cats would be obviously going after them and the tinsel and all that. So we really, really celebrated that. And then our Christmas tree stayed, always stayed up until at least my birthday, January 8th. So I really tried to practice that. Now, obviously, depending on what's going on in your life, because our world has changed, because we live busier lives, people tend to hurry up and get their decorations up earlier so that they don't feel that pressure of, okay, I'm baking cookies, I'm wrapping presents, I'm shopping, I'm assembling, I'm, you know, now they've got, you know, whatever, you know, elf on the shelf, whatever your name is. So you have that added on, uh, you know, and, and that adds all some, some stress to, to families. And so the mindset, you know, I've really cleared my mind uh, this holiday, you know, really been clearing really been nurturing my mind, my health and wellness over the last nine months. And I'm going to chat about that a little bit later. But a part of that was really just embracing and being in the moment of what the Christmas holiday is about, not getting too uh, caught up in the commercial piece to it. So what do you, th what do you think, Jen? I mean, you know, so don't, don't fret. I know you said you haven't even started. You know, the whole point of that is Christmas giving and the gift of giving is really being in the present moment. But if you have to do shopping, and, you know, it, it's someone that you're going to be seeing after the holiday, wait till after the holiday to get the gift. You don't have to make sure all your presents are bought and made and or wrapped and gifted already before Christmas. You don't. I mean, that's just how I believe. Right. And I'm, <laughs> I'm actually not fretting. I'm like, okay, like I need to get out one of these days. Um, you know, and with that, and I just want to, a sidebar for a second, um, Fred is on and Fred said that they keep theirs up until mid late Jan January. That's Sandy's husband. And we send him our good uh, wishes, um, healthy healing prayers, and hope you are both doing well. I have to catch up with Sandy today. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> but yeah, the 
the the present is really being in the presence. Um, for instance, I did some, normally I don't work on the weekends, but I worked uh, Saturday and yesterday. But I took that time, like okay, at two o'clock, whatever the time was, I'm done, and then I want to do something, um, you know, fun or you know, around the Christmas. And of course, we have the um, Google Nest, which I can play, you know, Sirius XM, uh, the holiday channels. And I just absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love that in the background, whatever I'm doing, um, listening to the Christmas music. And, you know, it. the other day when I was listening to it, of course, the infamous Bing Crosby came on um, Dreaming of a White Christmas. I mean, so many people have sang that song beautifully and amazingly, but I gotta say, I just, I love Bing's version the best. You know, that was my first, memory really of the holidays <laughs> and also guy lombardo you do you remember guy lombardo i do i do so you know for those of though our viewers listeners that don't know who guy lombardo is he was um the new year's eve king he was i don't yeah, that's, remember. A, that's a distinct voice just a, a distinct voice Right. And he had, I believe he had an orchestra. I, and I was so young, I don't remember the name of the orchestra, but it was, you know, the, the memories, okay, when you're listening to those older Christmas carols, uh, the smells that come about, Gary mentioned pumpkin pie this morning, um, you know, all those things that are associated with the holidays. And Saturday night, we watched um, it's a Wonderful Life with Cary Grant and Donna Reed. <laughs> I love that movie. And of course, yesterday I watched the older version of my ultimate <laughs> favorite, favorite Christmas movie. Do you know what that is by any chance? I do. I'm going to guess it's Miracle on 34th Street. Yes, it is. And what do I do at the end of the, the movie all the time? I bawl my eyes out, but in a good way. Yes, you ring the bell. Oh my God, it just, I just love that movie. The spirit of Christmas, you know, and to have that feeling all, all, all year long. Right, and I think that's the, the, the little things that remind us, you know, we have little reminders of our own childhood and we were blessed and, and we've, we've talked about that throughout our podcast and our journey when we enter into different um, seasons, you know, because we, we live the seasons of our health and wellness as well as the seasons that are the seasons, <clears throat> which definitely include obviously different holidays. But I think you tend to, especially as you age and we talk about this aging, you know, healthy at any age and your mindset at any age, you often revert back to things that were instilled in you that maybe you even have a faint or a hint of a memory, but obviously it was a hint enough where it, you know, brushed your heart in such a way that is always there. And, you know, with that brushing, with that, that feeling, that emotion comes another feeling that you want to pass that on, whether it's a tradition, you know, you hear so much about traditions, certain people have certain recipes, certain dinner habits that they just, you know, I had this as a child, I have to have it as an adult and kind of instilled that. But then, you know, when you have children and you watch them grow into their own traditions, 
what really, you know, is to me, it's joyful is watching the traditions that we instilled with them that they've now incorporated and or repurposed in such a way that fits their family's new traditions, uh, but still keeping with the old. So there's something to, there's something to say about that piece to Christmas. Now those are gifts, they're not wrapped, they don't have bows on them, but they are gifts and they're a friendly reminder which brings you into that spirit of remembering those relatives. And I think a great classic movie, which is also another classic, it's not a old, old classic, but it's a, it's a, it's a classic for many, is Christmas Vacation, because you see, obviously a lot of sense of humor in that movie, it's hysterical. If you've not seen it, watch it and rewatch it, because every time you watch it, you find something funny. But where you see the different generations and the struggle of this family trying to, have that perfect Christmas weekend, that perp, you know, having the different generations there and all the preparations that go to it. But then of course they put a, obviously a very funny spin to it. And I think that's something to take to heart that kind of like a big wedding that you're planning or any kind of big event that you're planning, everything doesn't go perfect. I mean, did Jesus come into this world in the most perfect conditions? Uh, you know, they, they couldn't find anywhere. Remember, you know, Mother Mary and jo Joseph searching for somewhere for his family to go so Mother Mary could have her baby, their baby, the Savior. So nothing's perfect. And, and if you go back to biblical times, you realize the importance of simplicity, slowing down, and that there is no perfect scenario. But even in the non-perfect scenarios, there are blessings. And I think that comes with a good mindset and understanding that, you know what, I may derail here and there. I may derail my health and wellness. I may try this new recipe and I burn it, or it doesn't come out quite like the picture. And we'll get into a few recipes of Sandy's because, oh my goodness, I'm incorporating some of those, not only through the holiday season, which I, I think I did four or five of her recipes from her book, The Desire to Be Well. Uh, on Thanksgiving. So I'm now incorporating some of them for, for New Year's as well. And I might, I'm going to try to get in one for Christmas because Christmas we're doing a little bit di different traditions this year. So you incorporate different things, but always knowing that, you know what, I may overcook something, something may, you know, the timing may not work out like my, you know, cause you're doing multiple recipes, right? And you want everything to come out at the same time, all piping hot or perfectly displayed, whatever you know, roll with the punches. And I think if we go back to thinking about how Jesus entered this world under very unperfect conditions that end up being just perfect with simplicity, uh, that should give us comfort to know that that's okay. Jesus came into this world, uh, you know, under less than perfect conditions. We can do it too. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of traditions, of course, um, the big tradition on Malillo's Circle up in the corner, up on the hill, is the infamous um, lighted star. People come from all over the place. And it was so neat. The first time um, I saw it was a couple days ago. It's been up for, I don't know for how long. Um, Gary, and we weren't sure they were gonna put it up this year because they, they lost their brother um, about a month ago, Miles. Um, <laughs> but he said, hey, the, you know, the star's up and, you know, and, and actually a lot of people were asking us, well, they're still going to put up the star, aren't they? And we're like, um, I don't know. 
and actually it's up all year long. They just have to plug it in or, or whatever. Um, but, but he came um, walking in one night and said, the stars lit, the stars lit. Now to see Gary's face, knowing that the star was lit, I, it was like a little boy coming in um, and, you know, maybe he had just opened up a big present or something. It was that kind of look, but, and it was so nice so nice to experience that and then when i went over there to look now the, the fire's going and of course all the lights are out but what was kind of neat for me obviously seeing it lit up you know i was able to see it but i noticed a couple of cars going by slow and they would stop and look at it and they obviously had children in it because you know a couple of them were like hanging out the windows like you know maybe taking pictures of it i don't know um but i'm like the, you know, there it's something about, and it doesn't have to be a lighted star, but something about whatever it is that lightens you up and inspires you to share that with others, which I think is the gift of being in the present. And what, and what, and what, what better way does that not get that positive mindset about the holidays? You know, right? the, you know, a lot of people talk about the holidays being a struggle for people. Well, why is it a struggle for them? Could it be, you know, that they've lost a loved one? Here you've got a family who recently had someone that lived in that home that was very much a part of the star celebration of lighting it. And not only does it have a purpose through the family that lives around the circle, because it's mostly Gary's family that lives up in the little circle, but other people who always look forward to that's part of their tradition, a drive by that star and the meaning behind that simple gesture stars already up, plugging it in. But how that mindset, you know, for someone that may be struggling and if they were to go by there and the star wasn't lit, maybe that might've been something that would, oh, it's, it's just gonna be one of those holidays where now, you know, the ripple effect of the joy that that brings to other people. So yes, the holidays can be a struggle for people. And if you know that, try to, Try to be with them in a positive way. It doesn't have to be about buying them a fancy gift. Maybe it's bringing them a homemade cookies. Maybe it's finding out something that brings them true joy and try to emulate that in some way or another. Uh, maybe it's a matter of running an errand for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe they are not well enough or just can't get out of their own way and can't get shopping done. Don't, don't want to see people. Hey, what are you doing? Do you need groceries? Or do you have somewhere, a place to go for Christmas or Christmas Eve? What can I do to make this holiday a little bit easier for you? And I think sometimes we get so caught up in the hustle and the bustle and putting on this Hallmark card type of a holiday that we forget the true meaning of what, from a Christianity, Christianity perspective, that really is about our Lord being born. And, you know, there are people out there that are struggling, that just for whatever reason, uh, maybe they're a dependent on something, maybe they're in recovery, maybe they suffer from depression, maybe they just lost a loved one, uh, maybe they just are in a funk, maybe they're living in fear of what's going on in our world. So there's different ways that you can impact them in a positive way to make sure that you at least are bringing them joy, even if it's joy for a few minutes guess what, that joy for a few minutes may last them the rest of the day, or maybe it's just enough to give them that nudge to, you know what, 
I've been derailing in my health and wellness. I've been eating Oreo cookies or Christmas cookies nonstop because I'm so depressed. I'm gonna put the sugar aside. I'm gonna hydrate. I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do something within my home. I don't have enough energy to go to the gym, but I'm gonna, you know, I've got, I got staircases. I got a staircase right in my own home. Uh, that's my treadmill. I'm gonna go up and down it ten times. So you never know what sparks someone's passion. That the flame isn't lit. That your light will shine on them to get theirs lit, and that's the whole point of that. Right, exactly. And Sandy said, um, perfectly and perfect. And that makes me smile um, when you were talking about um, her recipes. Yeah, they are oh. absolutely amazing. And I always say to Sandy, so uh, delivery charges to North Haven? Um, question mark, question well, it's mark. so funny because I've been sharing, I, I've had so many people, um, as I shared yesterday, uh, and most of you know, I've been on a nutritional program for over five years. And I really kind of had a reset. Uh, because you know, from reset from a business perspective, but re reset from a mindset and health and wellness, because too often we get into this, you know, people get into a healthy kick. They either, uh, you know, decide on a new nutritional program or jump into a nutritional program, but they don't match it with their lifestyle. They think, oh, I'm going to go on this product and miraculously I'm going to become fit. I'm going to become healthy. I'm going to get gut health. I'm going to get mental clarity. I'm, I'm going to be alert. I'm going to have energy. And the, and the problem with that mindset is you still got to do the work. So if you're not matching the nutrition with a, a, a truly good nutritional program, and I've, I, I've had some derailments this year with my health and wellness, which I've been always authentically myself, you know, high blood pressure now, uh, even as well as I'm doing, uh, high cholesterol, which I'm not a fan of that. And I've had to make some adjustments, but the point being, I should have already been adjusting doing a nutritional program for five years. Like, what was I thinking? So, you know, I derailed, uh, I derailed in the sense of sharing the product. Uh, you know, a lot of people, when they get involved with, a, you know, an, an, being an entrepreneur, they, they forget because they don't really have the tools or the know-how and they do it a certain way. So I'm totally changing that. My mindset has changed because I absolutely love the product. I know what it's feeling, my body. The missing piece was the mindset to not only do the product, and it's simple because, you know, we already know scientifically, we cannot give our body the proper nutrition just by food alone. You just can't do it. Uh, not that good food doesn't have the great nutrients that it does have. It's just not enough to fuel the body properly for longevity. And that is what I learned. And I always knew that, except I didn't do the other half. I didn't change my lifestyle. You know, I did it here and there, uh, but I really wasn't faithful to actually change the mindset, which would help me change my habits that would actually complement the nutritional program. So that's the big piece. And what I love about Sandy's book is she also had some health issues that forced her to say, you know what, I've got I've to eat differently. Well, I better understand if I'm gonna eat differently, I better understand that I can take good quality, everyday good ingredients and repurpose them into a healthy, same recipe, but a healthier version of that. And a lot of times, a lot of people say, ooh, a healthier version of this or that has got to taste like crap. Well, let me tell you, her recipes are on point. They're full of the actual flavors of the food. Now think about that. Not like for me, I've had to totally eliminate salt. By the way, I can't find that new salt that you were telling me about. We'll talk about that later. But, you know, I've learned and what she's shown is that you use 
different spices to enhance uh, herbs um, that will really enhance the flavor of the food that you're using in the recipe and some healthy versions of it, but not healthy in such a way that you feel like, you know, the dreaded word diet, which it shouldn't, diet shouldn't be, in, number one, shouldn't be a dreaded word because we all diet. Diet is, is eating. That's what a diet is. It's just a matter of what, whether we decide to flip the cards on the diet and make sure that we're, it doesn't mean you can't splurge every now and then. Of course you can. Because if you deprive yourself of any types of food group, you're going to fail automatically. But when I matched that, I understood of certain things that I had to eliminate. Because remember, we all look different. Our personalities are different and our gut health is different. So everyone's insights is not the same. So it's not a one size fits all. So for me, even though I'm not extremely, I, I was never extremely overweight, there was things going on inside me that still prevented me from kind of being the best version of myself using way too much salt. And it wasn't that I was pouring the salt on, it was the salt that was already in my food. So now, you know, with the help of Sandy's cookbook, I've also repurposed some of my other recipes that are not in her cookbook, just understand, okay, how can I still do this recipe um, but make it in such a way that I'm really pulling out the flavor of the, the food without adding unnecessary fat, sodium, because all those things, guess what they do, guys? Inflammation. Inflammation is such a killer in your body. So now that I have this different mindset that I have to not just do this great nutritional program, I've got to complement that with a healthy lifestyle, that can't happen unless I change the mindset. And then the mindset changes the habits so they become regular so thank you sandy for that that's been her cookbook uh we will definitely put the link on there uh i can't wait like i just i want to dive into every recipe and i'm already finding my favorites i've already made the butternut squash soup three times now i'm addicted to that and it, it's so full of goodness uh and it's it you know and, and you know it's, it was funny when i was talking to her about i think it was the pumpkin pie recipe she said don't tell people and she was very smart in that and i and i you know again we're, we're when we stop learning we 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 our, our hearts our brains just kind of go dead they go numb they go stagnant so you always want to be open-minded to learning things and she said don't say it's a healthier version it's the better version because that's true somehow people when they hear of a better version or a, or a healthier version they think okay this is not going to taste good this is like a sugar-free yucky yucky somewhat version of you know that deliciousness that i'm so used to and she's absolutely right it's just a better version yes it is and she was giving us um a lot of uh um love on as you were chatting about her different recipes but isn't that so true it, and by the way um and, and i know that our audience has heard us talk about this uh sandy's cookbook a lot it's not just a cookbook okay i want to say that like it is a lesson um and how to do things differently um and loaded with so much great information um she worked so hard on this book and how about I, the font can we talk about the font the font big fonts so for those of you <laughs> that need you know you got you got your cheaters on of course i i do wear glasses and i took them off because of my new light it was like beaming off my the reflection off my glasses but the font in the cookbook is pleasantly easy to read because it's not this midget writing it's bold it's big and you can read it i love two things that i'm gonna let you talk about a little bit more but the two things i love best about it 
is the uh, translation of measurements, and it's right at the very beginning, and the fact that you know the, the print is bold with these beautiful, beautiful pictures. Right, and it, her desire to be well cookbook is just so much more about making a recipe. Um, me describing it, I can't do it the justice that it so deserves. But um, we, yeah, we definitely will make sure that the link to that is below the <laughs> live of this video. And I know that she has been feverishly working on um, recipes for her second book. Again, delivery charges to North Haven, question mark, question mark. <laughs> And the um, other thing I want to I want to add is so people understand how authentic authentic we are. We do not get a kickback for pushing her book. Um, so so I want I want to be very clear on that. You know we we share things that we try ourselves and we we recommend them for a reason um, because entrepreneurs help other entrepreneurs share things and it, you know just like you share. And that's where a lot of people will get confused with, you know, an entrepreneur doing some sort of product or whatever. Uh, it's because you love it, you care about it so much, and you, it's impacted you in such a way that you want to share the goodness with other people. So kind of like, think of it kind of like, you know, that, oh, that you you would recommend a great movie, right? Or you would recommend, a, there's a great sale down the street. We know you love these certain pocketbooks. Oh my God, you got to get there quick because they got the color that you want. Or a recipe, your favorite recipe. Who doesn't like to share a favorite recipe? So while we do share different things, it's usually most of the time, I would say 99.9% .9 of the time, Two Sisters tries it uh, and we love it. And that's why we recommend it. Uh, it has nothing to do with pushing someone's uh, idea or product on someone else as a matter of fact, but we absolutely love it. And we are always authentically true to not only ourselves and what we are doing together or individually, uh, but things that we love and are passionate about because we believe in, you know, the small guy, the, the small business, uh, the entrepreneur that really is trying to make a difference. Absolutely. And Sandy's book, Bada Bing, Bada Boom, is making a huge difference. And speaking of sharing, um, the other day um, we posted on our blog website, <coughs> excuse me, um, my dear friend Leah Gerlach, um, she's an amazing midlife transition specialist. She's doing a workshop tomorrow, D Divorce Women's Holiday Workshop. Um, so go um, check out that blog and I can also put the link to her information below the live of this video. If you know of anyone, um, specifically, obviously women, um, who could benefit, you know, whether they're divorced, just starting to go through a divorce and need that extra support, um, her workshop, holiday workshop is going to be amazing. So again, I will put the live, um, the link to that below the live of this video and in the show notes, of course. Um, so yeah, we, <laughs> we are in, I love just sharing what, not only what we're passionate about, but the passion of other entrepreneurs. Um, that's what we're all about. And for instance, if you have something that you're passionate about, we would love to hear that. We'll check it out and we would love to share it with our audience. You know, go to our website, www.twosistas, that's S-I-S-T-A-S dot online. You can leave us a voice message or fill out the little form that's on there and we will be happy to um, chat about that on, <laughs> on the podcast here.
So just a reminder this week, um, obviously we're live here today. Um, we're on tomorrow and Wednesday. We're taking Thursday and Friday off and we're not sure about our schedule for next week, but we definitely will let you know. And on that note, Mindset Monday with two sisters. How are you going to get through or change your holiday mindset? And maybe it's just as simple as listening to holiday music. Do something that gives you joy, that spreads that joy, that enlightens your mindset. And with that, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol, so aka Naughty Bus, live in Princess Ray Ray's my 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 office office away from home, uh, Princess Ray Ray's castle. Uh, we wish you a great money mindset. Remember, don't worry about what you can't get to or you think you can't do. Just get to the first step. That first step is gonna to lead to another stepping stone. That stepping stone is gonna to lead to another stepping stone. Soon enough, you're gonna to get to where you're supposed to go to, but slow down, enjoy the little things in life, whether it's baking cookies, whether it's cleaning up on a couch and watching a great Christmas movie, whatever it may be, uh, just have that good mindset. And remember that your mindset when it's healthy and positive, is going to impact someone else's. That starts the kindness train going and the good vibes going. With that, we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. What are you going to triumph over? Hmm? What am I going to? What's Janice going to? We'll let you know. Take care, everyone. Have a great Monday. Bye, everyone.